0: What's going on, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson. Welcome to Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. The very first podcast dedicated to the original idol, Kelly Clarkson. Here are your hosts, Jeremy and Pam. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Miss Into Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson fan podcast. I'm Jeremy.
0: And my name is Pam. And today we are here with a new kind of game yeah. that uh, we are going to implement to our regular, ongoing series. We did test this out a little bit in a recent roundtable episode. It is called Kel Yes or Kel No, where we bring up random hypothetical scenarios and we're going to comment whether or not we are for them. So Kel Yes or against them, Kel No. Now, Jeremy brought this (laughs) to uh, my attention. Can you explain a little bit what the inspiration
1: was. Yeah, there was actually a, there's a Taylor Swift podcast out there and, and the name of it escapes me. So I apologize to them, but they were the inspiration for this particular feature. I think they referred to theirs as Tay Yes or Tay No, uh, which I was just like, wow, that doesn't really work very well for very well for that name. Uh, but it works a lot better for Kelly. Yes or Kel. No. So I thought, Hey, we can just go ahead and borrow that idea because why not? We'll talk more about how this game is going to progress in just a little bit. But Pam, we have something else we want to talk about first.
0: So if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you may have seen um, in the last week or so a interesting new Kelly rumor that has come up, which honestly, I think could be very factual. So there's this account. It's, it's one of my favorite Instagram accounts. It's called Dumois. And it's basically a place where people submit celebrity sightings or celebrity rumors. And a lot of times the rumors are not true, but a lot of times they are. And they are way before the general public knows. So someone submitted something recently that they are a taste tester for some new food line by the one and only Kelly Clarkson. And it's going to be a lot of like Tex-Mex stuff like salsas and stuff like that. I mean, listen, would I prefer a tour over a jar of salsa? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, listen, I just I'm 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 happy for her. If this is what she wants. And it's great exposure. And really, she's just banking on like getting that like celebrity branding name. But like, do we need Kelly Corks and Salsa? What <laughs> are your thoughts?
1: The- that's the thing when I when I saw this rumor, you actually texted it uh, to me before you posted it, and I I don't know what to think about this because <laughs> it's so specific that I can't think that it's made up. It yeah. has to it. I mean, it has to be true because why would somebody make up the fact that they were taste testing various Tex-Mex foods that had Kelly Clarkson's face on them? I mean, unless somebody was really trying. To hide who the true celebrity endorser was, and they just out of the blue chose Kelly Clarkson instead. Maybe it's like a Kardashian Tex Mex. I don't know.
0: But I feel like that wouldn't happen.
1: I exactly. I mean, the the possibility of that is is low. So there's, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. My my knee jerk reaction is that I'm not crazy about the idea because. This is the kind of stuff where we start to go down the road of overexposure, Yeah, where we start to get various household products named after or endorsed by Kelly Clarkson. And I know that not everybody knows about Wayfair. I mean, I I could walk into a room and say, hey, have you ever bought anything on Wayfair? And people, you know, there's a fairly good chance that half of the people are going to be like, what's Wayfair? Because it's if it's not Amazon, they don't know what it is. Yeah, but there is a large cross section of people that know what Wayfair is. They know uh, that Kelly is an endorser slash brand they've ambassador. Se- they've seen the commercials. They've seen the commercials. They've they've maybe watched the talk show this year because the talk show this year kind of has that like Wayfair branded area yeah. of the show now, which again, very reminiscent of the Ellen Show when she had that sort of. I think it was the bubbly skybox or something. It was some random area that, you know, was sponsored that people could sit in. And she would occasionally talk to the people that were seated in that area. I... Look, do I want Kelly to go out and get the bag? Absolutely. Good for you. Do your thing. Am I super excited about it being in this arena? I don't know. I, I mean... I haven't gone out and bought anything Kelly Clarkson on Wayfair thus far. Mm -mm. I I mean, if look, if I'm at the grocery store and I see the Kelly Clarkson salsa, am I going to buy it out of sheer curiosity? Probably. (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, this one, this one's a head scratcher for me. I don't understand why.
0: I mean, like, I remember thinking like the vitamin water thing was exciting but it didn't have her face on it. It had like her little Casey logo and a little story, uh-huh. and that was already a huge deal for us back in what 2006. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't. I mean, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy she has the opportunity, and she's growing the Kelly. I never thought I would say the Kelly Empire. This sounds so strange. <laughs> it really does make her sound like a, a Kardashian. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I may buy it. May not because, like, I have, like, the world of food allergies. So, like, I don't really know if I'm going to be buying all this stuff. I don't even know if I can eat it. But I want the labels because, (laughs) I don't know. I'm weird. But I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I I, I can't say I'm excited for this. I may be excited for her, but I'm, like.
1: It's not for everybody.
0: It's not for everyone. I mean, like, whatever. I don't know. I, I'm so blase about this. I'm just, like, okay. Another another endorsement, like fine.
1: And I think it would be. It's one thing if she were to go out and you know start doing State Farm commercials, or if she were to go out and you know start endorsing products by just being the the pitch woman in their commercials. This is an entirely different thing where she's putting her name on the label. I mean, this is I think I saw somebody mention on Twitter that or maybe it was in our text conversation because we have a we have a group chat with a couple of uh, of close friends of the podcast that we sort of. I don't know what I don't know how you explain it. We just shoot
0: the shit with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, really. And we sort of discuss, you know, Kelly's stuff before we sort of discuss it in public on our social media channels. Somebody said something to the effect of Kelly going all Paul Newman. Uh, oh no, that
0: was that was what happened. That was the actual submission. Oh, okay, this, yeah, from this knew, thing, someone said yeah. that.
1: Yeah, I knew, I, I knew, I saw it somewhere. But yeah, and if you're un, if you're unaware, Paul Newman was a famous actor uh, long ago. Long ago,
0: I didn't even know who he was. I knew him from like the salad dressings.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, Newman <laughs> I didn't was... know who he was. Paul Newman was a extraordinarily popular actor in like the 60s, 70s, 80s, even into the 90s and the early 2000s before he passed away. And one of the last sort of major things that he did in his career was he lent his name to a line of salad dressings and then they've sort of expanded from there. But the big thing about his, his whole salad dressing empire was that all of the profits went to charity. And so he didn't make a bunch of money off of it. It was actually a way to be philanthropic and, and, and spread some money around. And then he passed away. And now his family's fighting because they don't want to give all the money to charity. And it's a whole thing. So oh. um, I, I don't like, like I said, I am all for Kelly finding any and all ways to make a little bit of extra money so that she can secure the future of her and her family for generations to come. Good for <laughs> you. This was not expected on my part. I was no. not expecting to be dipping my chips in some <laughs> Kelly Clarkson salsa or whatever it might end up being. I really don't know.
0: Oh, I wonder if it's going to launch like like for Cinco de Mayo next year.
1: I mean, it's possible. Who knows? It, this could be a this could be two years away. You know, they could you know be reformulating, and I mean. My and I
0: wonder if she's partnering up with a brand, like an existing entirely possible. brand.
1: Yeah, it's entirely possible Ooh, that it's just an offshoot from a larger brand. Who knows? Also, can I can I find out how I can get the job of a taste tester?
0: Seriously, <laughs> I want to get paid to eat food. But guys, yeah, let us know what you think about Kelly Clark. Well, a lot of a lot of you already did. Yeah. a lot of people like wrote back to us, being like, "Oh my god!" Like either very excited or like WTF, and like guys. Take this all with a grain of salt. I mean, there's a good chance it's going to happen, but like, no one knows anything. We're just spreading the rumors around because they're there. We didn't make it up. Trust me. This was not on my 2023 bucket list, Kelly Clarkson Salsa. (laughs) I promise you it wasn't. Um, let us know what you think. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll keep you guys posted if we hear any updates. Um, sure. If we hear any more on Salsa Verde or regular salsa, <laughs> <laughs> corn or flour tortilla, I don't know. A lot of options here. I hope it's corn. Anyway, it's Absolutely. corn. Okay, we're done. <laughs> so we have a couple of guests today who are going to be joining us, and they're also going to give us – Their Kel Yes, Kel No opinions. I guess this is not a game. I think I said it's a game. It's more of a just discussion. I don't
1: know. Yeah. First of all, you know, like you said, we we gave this a run, and it will probably still continue to be a part of our roundtable episodes, uh, because it's just a, it's kind of like a, it can be a fun little rapid fire thing, but in this particular instance, we're going to try to stretch it out a little bit and have a little bit more deep conversation about each of the questions and topics that we bring up. So, Could be some fun.
0: We are so excited today to welcome two brand new people to the podcast. We have Liz and we have Joe. Welcome, guys. Hi, guys.
1: Hello. Hi. Thank you. Good to see you guys. Uh, Let's start with you, Liz. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us where you're from, first of all.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm from San Diego, but originally um, I grew up in Fort Worth. Awesome. So like 30 minutes away from Burleson, um, and Kelly and I the same age so we graduated the same year so it was exciting to see her on Idol and be from that area it was just really cool Um I'm trying to like I'm row notes <laughs>
3: <laughs> she came prepared
0: you came prepared
2: because <laughs> no, I, I get nervous oh you're all good Um. Okay. so yeah I became a fan um, from American Idol and I just remember like seeing when she sang stuff like that there it was like a game changer for me because I was just like wow this is just different her voice just has something different than anybody else on the show
1: what was that like um being in the the fort worth area and having someone local on such a big show i mean i'm assuming that you know it was kind of like everyone in town was sort of rooting for her right
2: yeah i mean yeah it was cool because you could see like the family everybody from burleson when they did like the special she went home and did the whole thing. So it was cool. It was on the news and everything. Uh, it was just exciting that someone won from our town. <laughs>
0: yeah. And like the first, like the first of its kind, like the first season when everyone's like, oh my God, this show is huge. And you're like, yeah, girl, that's basically like me one.
2: That's. Yeah. Cool. Like we're best friends. Your best so. friends. <laughs> that's
0: like really cool representation though. Like if follow like 20, 20 year old from Texas, like that's really cool.
2: Yeah. I know. That's awesome. It was exciting. Well, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And like, the cool thing was that I worked for um, a music producer. I was a production assistant for a while. And he had he's a music he was the music director for Burt Bacharach, who also wow. worked with Kelly. But that was before he worked with Kelly. Yeah. Um, and then this producer went on to work on the American Idol season two, like the world what what the world needs now. Mm-hmm. He produced and did like some keyboards on that song. And then he's worked with like Rhymes, and Dean Warwick, Aretha Franklin, Elvis Costello, and stuff like that. And I was going on the list. He worked with Graham Colton.
0: Whoa! <laughs>
1: oh <laughs> my <laughs> god! I'm telling you, the music industry is a much smaller it's sm- world. Yeah. It's such a small, a small world.
0: <laughs> it's so small. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh my god! I know.
2: I I just noticed that like yesterday. I didn't even know. And I didn't even know he worked with him. I didn't know that was Kelly's ex or anything. Yeah. Like that. So. Oh my
1: That's god!
0: Wild. That's so funny.
1: That's awesome. Well, Liz, we're glad that you're here. Um, and like you said, you were in San Diego. Let's go down the road just a little bit and say hi to Joe. Hi, Joe. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great. Good. Thanks. Nice to meet you. Nice yeah, to meet tell you everybody too. where you're from and uh, a little bit about yourself.
3: Yeah, so I'm from Tijuana, Mexico, so not far away from where <laughs> Liz is. Where yeah. We're practically neighbors. Um, so yeah, I'm a, a, I'm a teacher, an English teacher. I'm a singer-songwriter. I do musical theater. And I also do uh, reaction videos on YouTube, so I'm kind of freelance, I guess you could say. <laughs> I'm all over yeah. the place. Um, I've been like, I'm sure all of you and many people that are, are listening are a huge fan of Kelly uh, since Idol. We actually, my sister and I, we we have the finale taped on VHS, and I remember <laughs> when, yeah, VHS, a term that <laughs> maybe yeah. going back in it's time very,
0: for any of our very young. <laughs> listeners that was pre-dvd and that was also pre-digital that was pre-netflix
1: yeah that well that was and that was pre like tivo which was the first like oh my god digital recorder because i remember i remember living in an apartment when kelly won idol and then i didn't get a tivo until i had my first house so like yeah that's like old old school
3: yeah it's definitely old school and so we my i've been a huge fan of, of of kelly and um since since well since idol but i guess you could say i got my stand card as you would say um with with my december i think that album just really i think for many casey fans like it really changed my life and um songs like Sober, maybe irvine i mean it's just it's therapy i guess you could say Mm -hmm. and to this day like it still helps me go through some tough times so so yeah i'm I'm just happy to be here man let's talk all things kelly (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh Joe, tell us a little bit about your uh like your reaction videos that you do. Or do you do reaction videos to like other singers?
3: Yeah. So I I try to just focus mainly on like music. It's called Joe's Music Vault. So it really is about the music singers that I like, some singers that I maybe it's the first time I'm I'm reacting to them, but but I also try to focus actually a much of my focus is on Kelly. I don't do that mm. n- not just because I'm a fan, but also because I I just feel like y'all, like she's been underappreciated sometimes, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. wait to get the word yeah. out there. Like this woman is amazing. So so I try to react to her, to like her Kelly Oakes and stuff like that as much as possible. But yeah, I do like albums or songs or some like compilation videos. It's a little bit of everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We might have to have you back uh, sometime, Joe, because we uh, recently Pam put out uh, sort of the all call to the audience on social media about some ideas for topics for future episodes of the show. And somebody had said that they wanted us to talk to somebody who does like YouTube reaction videos to talk about like Kelly's singing oh, yeah. and such, like her actual voice and stuff. So uh, we might uh, put the bat signal up for you again uh, down the road, Joe. All right, call it, like in the <laughs> way, call on my name. There you go. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> nice. That's very good. That's I mean that's like deep too. Like not everybody would have caught that. That's awesome. I like that. All right, guys. Well, uh, we're we're excited that you're both here. We're really excited to meet both of you. And uh, as Pam said before, this is our Kel Yes or Kel No episode. So we are going to be giving you guys a bunch of different scenarios, and we're going to have you think about it a little bit. But then, essentially, you're going to say, "Kel, yes, I'm in," or "Kel, no, I'm out. No, thank you." Uh, Pam, let's get you started. Let's have you uh, give us our first scenario uh, sure. for for the room.
0: So I gave our two guests an example of a question that they that might be used, and I'm going to almost use it, but I t- I tweaked one little thing. So. <laughs> First question is: Kelly releases a new album every year for the next five years. Yay! However, they are only Christmas albums. Are you Kelly Yes on this or Kel No? Let's, I will. Do you want me to start? Yeah, let's have you. You start. guys may need some time to think about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Kelno. No. Um, as much as I would love the world of Kelly music and the world of Kelly content. I do not need five years' worth of Christmas albums. I feel like she would be like in the same vein as like Pentatonics who are pretty much now just known as like the Christmas group. yeah, I don't know if they mean to be, but like that's really all they're at now they're known for. I would be okay with like a single here, like when she did um you know Christmas Eve or under the mistletoe or just like a, you know like a random the like single here. That I'm okay with, but not five years of studio albums about Jingle Bells. I just, <laughs> I just, I don't care about Christmas that much. I'm not that, I'm not that thirsty for Kelly music. I don't know.
1: Uh, Liz, how about you?
2: So, would these be the only albums she would release at all? You say yep. yes
1: for five straight years. Every year so we get a new was, album, but it's like Christmas. Tell no, here. So I'm yeah.
2: curious what you guys are thinking. Yeah. I'll say Kel no because yeah, like the same thing. It's too much Christmas music. I need some originals, like original, like normal music. Yeah, I just love it too much. I yep.
1: I'm gonna jump in here and I'm actually gonna say Kel yes on this. Uh, I'm a big I'm a big Christmas music fan. I do love Christmas music and would I miss having new material all the time? Absolutely, but. I mean, at the end of the day, like the originals on a Christmas album are new material. Yes, they're a they're surrounding a, a particular holiday, a particular topic, but at the same time, they're still new songs. I mean, I think that "Blessed" in particular is one of her best songs that she's put out, probably in in the last ten years, and it's a Christmas song. And while it's not blatantly christmas it does have that whole like christmas thankful type of vibe to it so it gets placed on and and was recorded for a christmas album Uh, but it's it's more about thinking about yourself and the the things that you are thankful for having in your life and, and being uh happy about those things i i love that song as a standalone song i could hear that and not immediately be like oh i have to be in the holiday spirit to hear this song So I think that she would not necessarily make every single song with like sleigh bells and, you know, talking about Santa Claus and stuff. So I would be okay with it again. Would I miss the original regular, you know, relationshipy type of songs? Absolutely. Uh, I don't see any, you know, real club bangers coming out of a Christmas album, but I mean, weirder things have happened. Uh, So yeah, I I think I would be okay with it. uh, But if you tell me any more than five years, Probably not.
0: Interesting, Joe. What about you? Uh,
3: well, this is tough because I love Christmas. Like that's my favorite holiday. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna have to say, Kel, no on this one. Now, here's the thing. I, I wouldn't mind like maybe another Christmas album or something like that. But after a while, it does get like, okay, here we go another another holiday album, and here comes another holiday album. Uh, it yep. starts to like become expected, and it's i don't know i feel like especially when she has already two amazing christmas albums we know wrapped in red and when christmas comes around and going back on 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 what you said um jeremy about blessed i think merry christmas to the one i used to know is one of her best songs original song that she's written like that's my favorite song from that Mm -hmm. album um so like yeah there could be originals i feel like it could work maybe if, if maybe one or two of the albums were more on like a more spiritual side, kind of going a little bit on the track of blessed. You know, mm-hmm. she was talking about like life and a new year, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but if it's just five albums of like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, then I'm probably, <laughs> probably gonna say Kill no on this song.
0: No, Jeremy, like, are you the person, and I, you may have told me this, but are you the person that will listen to, underneath the tree in june
1: there are certain artists whose christmas material i can listen to all year and and kelly is one of them Uh, so yes i can listen to underneath the tree any time of year because that's just a great song if i mean if you can get past the whole christmas of it it's just a really really good song
0: but Uh, would you go out and seek it
1: would i seek it out no probably not Because I I listen to to all different styles and genres of music, and I do have a lot of Christmas music on my my, uh, Apple Music, so occasionally songs do come up, and a lot of times, yeah, I do skip over them because I'm like, ah, I'm not in the mood for, you know, Bing Crosby or Andy Williams or, you know, something like that, but if you give me something that's a little more contemporary, and again, I'm going to use Kelly as the example, I would be more likely to stay with it. Now- I don't listen like all year because eventually, you know, the thing about Christmas music that makes it so great is that you can take a break from it and you have time to miss it so that when it does come back around, you're like, oh, I haven't heard this song in, you know, almost a year. And the the, the songs kind of sound a little fresh again. And I could understand, you know, not wanting to hear the same and the same for years and years with Kelly. Uh, But at the same time, I think that. It would be lazy of her to do an album full of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer type songs. <laughs> just, just to do all the like you know silly songs that you hear over and over again that people cringe about. But if you, I mean, that's why I think that when Christmas comes around with such a brilliant album was because there were so many really excellent originals. I think okay. that yeah, there were some great originals on Wrapped in Red, but a lot of the the more. Um, secular and some of the more traditional songs that were on there were also very very good and it was the originals that made when christmas comes around so good and yeah sure i mean we i think we you and i pam maybe agreed to disagree on santa baby um you know there were some others that you know that were more traditional that we were like eh, okay they're fine but at the same time, like it's still a really, really good album, and and even "Glow," which is a song that you know I've been on the record saying that took a while for me to to warm up to. I'm even coming around on that song as well, and it's even more Christmassy than "Blessed" is, and I can I can listen to "Glow" any time of the year.
2: I wish "Glow" was not a Christmas song. It's so good, mm-hmm. and to have Chris Stapleton, I feel like we need like a non Christmas song with him. Yeah.
3: yes.
0: It wasn't as big as it should have been. Right, Because of that, like, two huge names. I feel like they were doing, rightfully so, I understand, but I feel like Atlantic, the duet they were really pushing was the Ariana Grande one. I understand why. Obviously, she's a ridiculously huge name, but they didn't really do much with the Chris Stapleton route, and I'm wondering if they may do a little bit more of a push on that this year. Probably not.
1: With Wrapped in Red they didn't do anything with the, the title song from that album until like a couple of years later. And and wrapped in red has been one of those like slow gainers over the years. It's become more added to your traditional uh, Christmas uh, music radio stations. So, This could be another case where this album is a slow burn and it kind of it gradually like, you know, we might we'll definitely hear Santa. Can't you hear me again this year? uh, We might hear Christmas isn't canceled, but maybe there's going to be some stations that pick up on a glow or, you know, they might pick up on her rocking around the Christmas tree or Jingle Bell Rock Jingle Bell Rock. I I don't know. It's so it's so hard to predict these because when it comes to Christmas albums, yes. Christmas Isn't Canceled was a a single, so to speak. It was it was sort of the single that launched the album. But technically, and 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 don't quote my paycheck on this, but technically, I don't even think that Santa Can't You Hear Me was a single. It was something that a lot of fans picked up on and a lot of people played. It got a lot of Spotify streams. It no, got... I think
0: it was because it has a separate art file on like Spotify.
1: Okay, then yeah, you you're yeah. probably right. You're probably right. But it was nothing that was worked really hard to radio because I, yeah. I I see all that stuff that's coming in. Uh, they'll say, you know, hey, play this if you want to. Long story short, Christmas albums are not worked nearly as aggressively as a standard regular album is. You know, there's, there's a single cycle for albums like that. They're
0: timeless. You can just keep going.
1: Exactly. Right. Whereas Christmas albums... You know, they can you can come back to it year after year. And honestly, after the first year, the labels really aren't doing much with it. They might try to give it a it'll be interesting to see since we're nearing the one year anniversary of this album. It'll be interesting to see if Atlantic does another sort of push. And maybe this is where they push glow with Kelly uh, and Chris. Or maybe they put, you know, a a different uh, Christmas song out there. They might also, you know, take the temperature of the of the world right now and say okay everyone's kind of in an upbeat mood maybe we want to try to say hey remember that kelly clarkson christmas album from last year there's a really good upbeat song that you might have missed here it is we recommend if you have a christmas station play it on your station um that could very well happen but a lot of times stations just pick whatever they want there's there's no right or wrong there's no rules when it comes to christmas albums and whether or not a radio station can play a song or in the case of a streaming service if they come up with you know hot Christmas mix 2022 that they can't put Kelly and Chris Stapleton on there uh, as a featured song so it's it's so unpredictable when it comes to Christmas albums but we could very well see a resurgence for when Christmas comes around this year on top of the usual um normal, extra love that Wrapped in Red gets around that time of year when people hear Underneath the Tree, just like when they hear Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey sells more albums during the holiday season than any other time because people forget how much they love All I Want for Christmas is You, and they go out and they buy the album again, or they they stream the song a million times, and she goes back up on the charts. The same thing is going to happen to Kelly, maybe not in the same level as Mariah, but not terribly far off.
0: So we just got some uh r- radio uh Sorry, to go from Jeremy. Go. No, it's cool. I like it. We I didn't mean to go. I, off
1: course. Yeah, I'm sorry. I did I didn't mean to like get that existential about it, but I I like talking about the minutia of how like, you know, singles perform and and how labels uh, you know, devise their plans for getting songs out. And Christmas albums are just a completely different animal in and of themselves. And a lot of times radio stations will be the ones who decide whether or not a song ends up being big off of a Christmas album. It may be something that You know, a couple of stations, maybe a station in a bigger market like L.A. or New York or Chicago picks up and then other smaller cities see that those big stations are playing that song and then they start playing it. And next thing you know, you have an unexpected hit from a Christmas album that has been out for two, three years. And I think that's kind of what happened with Wrapped in Red from the album of the same name is that nobody was paying attention to that song until a couple of years after the album came out. The, The people that aren't fans, I should say.
0: Right. Yeah. The general public. Yeah. I'm Does anybody switch- have anything
1: else to add? <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else to add? <laughs>
0: I was going to go to our next question, which is completely not have anything to do with Christmas. Um. Okay, cool. So, our next question now, Joe, we're just going to assume that she's including Mexico in this, okay? Okay. Or, or <laughs> you can go to San Diego, whichever is more Perfect. convenient for you. Okay. This is just, this is very hypothetical. Okay. <laughs> Kelly goes on tour, but it's not a concert tour it's a kelly clarkson show tour and she films the show in multiple cities around the country so it's not, she Ooh. the only time you'll see her perform is just the karaoke.
3: yeah are
0: you Kel yes on this or Kel no joe what do you think here
3: i'm gonna go kelly yes i think that would be a very fun concept i think she would it's the mix the mixture of She's doing the talk show, but she's touring as well, which is something that I think fans have been waiting for for a very long time. Um, Of course, I mean the the aspect of like ah well, we're only gonna hear her sing when she does a karaoke. But I don't know, just the idea of like having her come to your city or the city closest to you or whatever. um, I think that would be something really cool, and we would we would get see my minds like i'm brainstorming now i'm visuals (laughs) we would get like (laughs) segments about like the the city of memphis or something like that i don't know and Mm -hmm. maybe the maybe the kelly okay could be walking in memphis that's so i don't know like it's i feel like it would be something so fun and so like um uh, in the creative aspect so i'm gonna say kelly yes i think that'd be that'd be really cool and yeah she should come to tijuana why not (laughs)
0: Why not? She would have a great vacation as well Yeah. Liz, what about you?
2: Hell yes, this was actually uh, an idea that I wrote down No way! (laughs) Nice (laughs) Because I think it would be so cool to like it'd be a tour but she could also do like maybe half of a concert where it's like here's a song in the middle of something we're talking about this and let's sing this or let's have an artist on like Garth Brooks they did but let's actually perform a couple songs in between talking Mm-hmm. yeah like, um, like kind of like the VH1 unplugged but then like a conversation with it I think that'd be really cool
0: yeah so it'd be different from like your typical I mean it could or not you can keep it standard as well this is really all of our our fantasies what we want here but like mm-hmm. different from like the normal like having four guests on the show you can kind of tweak it so it's yeah. a little bit more maybe one guest and you just yeah the Garth Brooks that was a that's a great example
2: yeah, but still, like, play a game or even pull the audience on the stage or something. You know, I think Ellen did that, did like traveled and stuff. She might. Or have. Did she just go to? Yeah, she did LA, like a few, or, like a few so. cities.
3: I think like L. A., Orlando, yeah. and New York. Don't don't quote me on that. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think?
1: I'm, I'm trying to stay in the parameters of of your question and saying that the only performance that we're going to get is a Kelly If that were the case. Either way I'm a Kell yes because I think it's a really unique idea. So I would definitely be interested in going to this. Now, if I'm able to take a little bit of liberty here, I would say there's no way that she's just going to come out there and film a 1-hour show in front of the crowd, sing one song and that be that. Like I I have a feeling that they would they would amp it up a little bit. They would give it a little bit extra for the people that were in attendance. So what ultimately ends up being, you know, a 42, 43 minute production for TV is actually like a two hour production for the people in the audience. So maybe Kelly sings a bunch of songs uh, beforehand or afterwards or something. And yeah, there's audience participation and, you know, maybe the there's, you know, something city specific. The weird thing is, is that I love that we're talking about this because maybe this is a cool thing to manifest for a future season of the show where, you know, she wants to go out on tour. And she also wants to do her show. Why not have the best of both worlds and make it the editing department's uh, problem to edit a two hour performance slash talk show down to 42 minutes? That's that's on them. Like, we just want to go and have the cool experience. I think this would be really, really cool, considering especially the fact that she is a musician who is used to touring. Her band is used to touring. So why not? They've obviously shown that they can pick up their show and take it to another city for a week. Why not, you know, take the show around to, you know, a bunch of different cities and it doesn't have to be, you know, a 20 city or 25 city tour. It can be a a, a smaller thing, kind of like what we've talked about in the past where we thought maybe the the shows were going to be, you know, significantly less than your regular tour. It could be something like that where she hits a couple of the major markets and stays there for a couple of days and then she's off. And, and maybe that's what it is. You know, maybe yeah. she goes there, does two and a half hours. They edit it into two different shows and you get a really cool experience as the audience getting to see both of them happen. You get a couple of Kelly Oakes, and everybody's sort of wants and desires are are met by that. I think it's a great idea and I would absolutely be in for it.
0: Cool. I'm gonna go with Kelly S yes, as well. No, it's funny because <laughs> I don't know if Liz or Joe, if either of you have actually been to a taping, have you?
1: Uh I
3: did I did the virtual taping. Yeah. Okay.
0: Regardless, it takes a very long time. So yeah. you're not in there for 45 <laughs> minutes. You're in there for hours. And yeah. they still cut it down. But I do understand what what you're saying, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah, I think I think it's it would be such a cool idea. As someone who's never been out to L.A., I think, you know, I I was grateful to go to the New York taping twice because they happened to come to New York and I live right here. Not everyone has that opportunity. I understand that. So I think it would be very cool for her. I mean, you got a glimpse of it when they did the quote unquote Kelly bus tour. Mm hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I use air, air quotes very loosely here. <laughs> um, she, I will. Give, I must have
2: been so tired from driving. I will. Yeah, right. Oh
0: my god, so many miles, guys. I will give you some insight. She, did, no one was on the bus. <laughs> it, the bus. I, I, was on the bus. It, it's literally like a stage and a bench. Anyway, <laughs> sorry to mess up the illusion here. Um, no, but I think it'll be a very cool concept to go to a bunch, a bunch of cities that she hasn't been to. In years where, you know, a lot of people don't have the time or the funds to, you know, trek out to L.A. and doing something that would be maybe like a two to three hour drive instead and make it a little bit more of like a local staycation, I think would be really cool for people and give a lot more people opportunity. Um, if anyone's been to the New York tapings, you see how ridiculously elaborate the production is. It looks more elaborate than the L.A. one, honestly, just with, in terms of like... The signs and the light, there's just a lot. Granted, I've mm-hmm. never been to L.A., so don't hold me accountable to that. But it's a very big production. This, you know, if she were touring, I don't think it would have to be as glitz and glam. I think she can have a pretty modest-looking stage. But um, I'm curious if any of our listeners are going to say no because they're like, no, I don't want the talk show. I want an actual tour. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. Oh, I'm, I'm because, sure there will be. We yeah. all do. We yeah. all do. This, this is more of like – In lieu of. So, but I still think it's a, it's a cool concept and I would not say no to it.
1: Yeah. And again, these are hypothetical situations. And and if this is all we were getting, you're telling me that like, let's say you live in, in Philly or you live in Denver or Austin. If this was your only opportunity to see her and all she was doing was like a talk show type thing. You're telling me you wouldn't go just because she wasn't doing a, you know, a 20 song set. Mm, I challenge I challenge, yeah. and chances are, I mean, I would be willing to bet maybe the tickets would even be a little bit cheaper. But even still, like you're, you're really going to tell me that Kelly Clarkson's you have coming? To
0: pay. Well,
1: I Well, mean, no, I think they would. I think they would do a ticketed event. Do it. Do it in an arena.
0: Oh, I was not thinking that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I was thinking,
0: like your normal, like,
1: like a theater size
0: audiences. Yeah. Oh no,
1: no, 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 like no, no, no. no. I mean, you could do like a maybe you could do like a three thousand, four thousand seat theater or doing it in an arena i'm willing to wow. bet i'm willing to bet she could do an arena show with this
0: how do you do a talk show in an arena
1: all you need is a stage and cameras and that's it I mean, you a... Head, why not exactly yeah <laughs> honestly i i think it'd be cool for her non
2: you know fan stands that don't know her in tour to see that way because it's amazing yeah it's different I just
0: think this is fascinating because I like when I thought of the question you guys just changed it I thought of just doing like no 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 like I thought of like oh she'll have like 100 150 people in the audience or however many she has like had in New York that's just what I was thinking and she would do like little like you know uh film from uh, NBC Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, wow. NBC film. That's what I was thinking, but I like this idea, too, as, like, an actual tour tour. Yeah. I was... I, uh, I yeah. love a question. I, that, I didn't even yeah. think of it. It would
3: be very cool. Like, imagine Nashville at the Grand Ole Opry. Like, yeah. Or oh during, like, Ooh. there or... Yeah, like, uh, like landmarks, I guess you could say. Like, that would be really... That would be a fun concept.
1: Yeah, do it at the... Yeah. Uh, do it at that outdoor amphitheater at Millennium Park or the Chicago Theater in Chicago. Do it at Red Rocks. Oh, come on I mean, come on. There, I mean, there's there's I so many opportunities. Yeah, I, hell, I'd fly out for that. Be my yeah. one chance to see her at Red Rocks. And if it's the talk show, screw it. I don't care. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes.
1: Yeah. I no. I think it's absolutely. This is the kind of thing that you. It's a ticketed event. Uh, okay. Maybe I, I can understand. You know, not doing arenas, but I mean, go and do big theaters. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look one iota is giving away tickets for every talk show let's not say that you know, we're not going to discount kelly here but you know they're always giving away tickets to all these talk shows and tv shows and stuff because more likely than not most people aren't going to pay to go see them but if you send her out on tour and you do a, a cheap ticket event because you got to pay for the cost of you know getting her and taking her around on man. tour you know you do it che- absolutely she'd sell out in every single city i guarantee yeah. it guarantee it I
2: don't- she could help herself not sing more songs
3: yeah yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. She, oh, yeah that's that's the thing that's why i'm like there's no way she just goes there it's like okay i only get to sing like 90 yeah. seconds of a song sorry guys no she would just be like yeah. i'm not getting on a stage in front of however many thousand people and not singing a couple songs like absolutely yeah. she would yeah. yeah no
0: i'm 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 glad we're changing this up because again that was not my thought process when i thought of this question but it's mm. cool
1: but and and Pam, I don't know if we ever did. We hear from you of what you thought yeah. about the whole idea. I
0: said, yeah, yeah I said, hell yes. Like, okay, I yeah. Really so we're all.
1: I think we're all in agreement, whether yeah. it was a hundred people or five thousand people. I think we're all yeah. in agreement that we would all go. Oh yeah.
2: I'm excited actually to when she goes to this um the Norwegian cruise. If that's going to kind of open up the idea mm-hmm. storm about what you know. It's like an idea like to travel and to tour. It very well she's could.
0: doing remind me, so there's like the like the teacher thing. There was like some contests and like some teachers and she's performing on the boat for them. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. The end of October, I think.
0: Okay. I, think. I like for okay. I completely forgot about that. So you just unlocked a memory. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. All right. Jeremy, do you have any questions? I do.
1: Yeah. Let's move on to the next one here. Um I'm I'm gonna preface this one with with it's it's been in pop culture recently, and so it's been on my mind. I recently made like even made a TikTok about this because it's been bugging me so much. Um, here's your question. Kelly starts leaving Easter eggs, a la Taylor Swift, to find details about her new albums and singles. Are you a kel yes or a kel no for her doing this?
0: I know how much this just annoys you.
1: <laughs> let me let me just start by let me start. I'll answer my own question. This is a kel no for me. I am a big Taylor Swift fan. I I love her. I have all of her albums. I go to her shows. It's it's the conspiracy theories for me that just absolutely drive me crazy. Like it it sounds exhausting to be a Swifty. <laughs> It really does. Like, I wouldn't consider myself a Swifty. Like, I'm not buying all the merch and everything and, and you know, dissecting every song and all that. Um, but for those that are and and props to you, it looks like it is so much work because they are all hyper aware and so on edge for everything that she says, everything that she wears, every shot of every video gets, you know, completely dissected because they're looking for clues that lead to information about something down the road and it's it's just so much um so i don't think i could get on board if kelly decided to do this i don't mind a little teaser here and there and just having some fun with it but the fact that like taylor swift's playing the long game and you know she's thinking 2 years ahead and she starts dropping you know breadcrumbs about you know the album after the next album uh no you're going to lose me and i just I don't have the kind of time to devote to keeping track of an artist's life like this. I I I just can't do
2: it. Do either of you have any thoughts?
3: <laughs> <laughs> on
2: no. I do not know who's gonna
1: uh, go next. Okay, um, that's okay. Go ahead. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna say Kel. No one. I don't think she cares enough. To do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Two. It sounds really really exhausting. Yeah. Like like last night I saw something on Instagram about Taylor Swift and they were like piecing out and it didn't make sense out like another language to me Mm -hmm. i had no idea what they were talking about and i was i was exhausted just from that yeah so i yeah i would say no maybe like a couple hints that's fun a couple live instagrams or something but i don't think she cares enough or is that deep about all these little intricacies yeah so no. i mean
1: something like you know uh when jason posted his his instagram picture of just like the fingers that he was wearing for the halloween episode you know on the keyboard and it's just you know that was enough of a tease that i'm like okay you got me i'm gonna watch the halloween episode like you don't have to do any more like don't don't start making me decipher puzzles and all that kind of stuff to figure (laughs) out what's going on just give me a little teaser on social media and that's all i need uh joe what about you
3: okay so before i answer i don't i don't even know why this came in my mind but do you guys remember i don't know if anyone saw this when they were promoting Raptor red overseas and they did photos of like downtown Amsterdam with just a, a red bow, like in the middle of nowhere, like as a, oh. as a teaser. And everyone was like, this is their, what they're using to promote <laughs> <to tease> the <laughs> album. It's
0: Christmas. Everything is red. I'm
3: like, <laughs> it's downtown Amsterdam. There's a red bow in the middle. I don't know why that came out to my, but whatever. That's uh, it, so I'm going to say kill no on this one. Um, yeah, well, it would. Yeah, it would be exhausting. to Just I, I, yeah, I, I like teasers and clips. Like, I remember when the first teaser of Love So Soft came out, I was losing my mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, first because I'm I'm a sucker. So I don't know if I could say sucker here. Yes, um <laughs> <okay>. I'm a <laughs> sucker for harmonies, so I was losing my mind. But also, I was like, yes, like, um, soulfulness, whatever. But it, yeah. teasers and, and clips like that, I, I'm I'm all for. But yeah, trying to like dissect and like put all the puzzle pieces together of of whatever Easter egg. I, I, it's too much, and I, also <laughs> I agree with Liz. Like, I don't think Kelly <laughs> would ever like find like that. Aren't be like, I'm gonna do this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm mean, It's a kill no for me.
0: Now, I'm going to mention something. Jeremy, I think you definitely know this. To our guests, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to unlock a memory that you may have forgotten about. Do you remember (laughs) Kelly Clarkson Riddle, the puzzle, that like puzzle thing?
1: I do. Yeah.
0: Do either of you know what I'm talking about? No, 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 no. Okay. Oh my God, up probably. This was set up like maybe what, 2005? I don't know. It was
1: yeah, early, early on. Hmm. And it hey, was this, this was not this was not like label sanctioned. This was no. this was a fan created thing just Does it for still fun. Still
0: exists. I'm looking this up right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yes, my I've,
1: god. I played <laughs> with okay. it uh, like a year ago.
0: KellyClarksonRiddle.com. Now, guys, for any of our listeners who were going to go on. It is ridiculous. This 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 puzzle is impossible. And I feel like a lot of people were able to solve it back in the day from, like, clues you found on the Express or mm-hmm. talking to your friend. If you go on right now, you are not going to get it. Like, I'm telling you right now, it is the most absurd thing. I'm going to put in our chat here just for our guests to see.
2: Okay.
0: And you can tell it's – oh, here we go. Launch, uh, April 27th, 2005. I was correct.
1: Yeah. But I mean, it's just it, absurd. But this was like this was old school like, fan setup. Yeah, like and it was like very Carmen Sandiego. I mean, there was I remember one of them, like the answer is hidden in the HTML code of the page. <laughs>
0: was the thing I mean, ever. it's it's
1: it's not even based on like your knowledge of Kelly and her career, which at that point was you know all of like three years old. Uh, it's it's more just like a you know. Pick your own adventure type of a thing where you just sort of happened upon the answer or like Pam said you had to find clues on the express or somebody who figured it out you know would tell everybody and you know it took people months to figure this thing out and don't get me wrong whomever put that all together it was excellently done I had a lot of fun doing it I don't even think I ever actually officially finished it I
0: I definitely did not.
1: I remember it was about a year ago. I think this came up uh, somewhere with the podcast or something, and I went back on there and I got like eight or nine steps down the road before I found it. Was just like I either I could not remember if I either just stopped caring or I was like, okay, this is too hard for me. I don't even know where they're going with this because again, it was 2005 logic, and it could very well have been something that I had to search on Alta Vista or something that you know you can't find anymore.
0: Um, It's so funny. If you want like the official forum to find clues, it was from MSN, which no longer does not exist. That's how old this is.
1: Can't even get the clues. (laughs) Anyway, so
0: I went on a huge tangent. My – okay. I'm going to say Kelly S with an asterisk. I remember – I think it was the I Don't Think About You video where there was like a little bit of Easter egg stuff. Like she alluded a bit to like the Because of You video and some other stuff that I can't remember because I haven't watched the video in a couple years. But I really admired that and I think that, you know, that was something that only real big fans were able to pick out. Mm -hmm. I would like nowhere to the extent of a Taylor Swift campaign but i think it would be really cool for just one it could be a song it can be the album just one project having some sort of easter egg thing that like is kind of a nod to the fans i'm not saying for every campaign like have taylor does it because that would be as we all said absolutely exhausting but some way to just be like you know guys i want to do something for you and i think you'll find this fun i would be on board with that i would I don't know what that would be.
1: I mean, she's I mean, she got a whole stable and internet full of fans who would be willing to take that job and be like, I'll be the person that figures out what this little clue is going to be. And I'll hide it in whatever you want me to hide it in.
0: Yeah. So I don't really know what that looks like. Yeah. The only comparison I have is that I don't think about you video. Yeah. But um, I'm going to say Kelly, I, I will be the odd one out. I will say <laughs> Kel- Kelly S. <laughs> I want a challenge. I want a challenge.
1: And again, this is no shade whatsoever to Taylor or her fans, because I mean, there is nobody who whips their fans into more of a frenzy when a new album comes out than Taylor Swift. And you know, she's got this midnight's album that's coming out at the end of the month. And She's been doing this uh, Midnight Mayhem thing on TikTok where she's been unveiling track titles every night at midnight. So she's got fans who are staying up until midnight every night to learn the name of one song on an album that doesn't come out for three weeks.
0: I don't care like, that much. I would wake up yeah. the next morning at whatever time I wake up, be like, oh, cool. That's the next track name. Yeah. Track names, I feel like I don't, yeah. know. I don't find it that exciting.
1: And then she and, and one of the songs is called Karma and the whole fandom lost their mind because there's this oh whole, whole there's this whole Karma album that's supposed to exist. And uh, trust me, I I started down the rabbit hole and then I had to dig myself out because I'm like, nope, nope, nope. It's too crazy down there. Nope, yeah. nope, T- nope. Can't TikTok not do it. Just yeah. wants you
0: in there.
1: Yeah. So I I had oh. to get out of there. But <laughs> I, and I just it was imag- I was thinking about this and I'm like, God, if Kelly Clarkson did this, would I actually go to some of the extents that some of these Swifties are going to? And I just—I mean, you can see it in their eyes. They're just—I like, I mean, it's—it's it's that scene. Um, it's that it was—is it always sunny in Philadelphia? Where Charlie's like at the wall. It's the meme with him and like all the stuff he's pointing out. Oh, yeah, yes. he's like—he's <laughs> And he's got the yarn. Like that's—I imagine that's like every Swifties garage, and like, that's what they're all doing. I don't know what you're trying to figure out. You know, when I give them a lot out, of credit
0: though. I give oh, them yeah. a lot yes. of credit. Oh
1: they're they're passionate and I love yeah. it but I'm just like what what's left to figure out? You know all the names of the songs, you know when the albums is coming out. What else do you need to know? You know?
2: Yeah. I think they I think because of the name of the song they're trying to figure out what the song's about yeah. based on all these right. clues so they're oh we know what the song means now Isn't that, yeah. it's gonna be about this person oh. or kanye or whatever yeah oh my god that's exhausting
1: but it, but when it gets to yeah. the point where it's like okay the curtain behind her had something slightly sticking through it it looked like it had a metal piece on it there might have been a nail in it and i think the nail signifies that we're getting a single on friday like that's what the kind of stuff that they're doing <laughs> yeah. and i'm just like what it's just like <laughs> after
3: after a while i feel like s- subtle things are like um things that are very specific i think it's fine like like for example yeah. the i don't think about you video like fans sort of assume like okay she's probably going to talk about her career and we uh, once we saw the video we know that's true but yeah w- w- what you said jeremy but like once you start like the curtain and every like once you start yeah. deciphering every little aspect it's when this happens and it's like I. I don't I don't know. I think that's that's too much. But like I give them credit. They're very passionate. That's really cool.
1: But I think it takes the fun out of it, too, because there's just sometimes sometimes it's just fun to anticipate. You know, it's just fun to say, you know, oh, we know what all the song names are going to be, you know, sure. And we can hypothesize what the songs are going to be about and based on the title and all that. But at the end of the day, you're just like, well, I can't wait until, you know, October 21st when this album comes out. That's it's going to be a great day. I'm very excited for like I it would take all the fun out of it if I tried to, you know, Sherlock Holmes my way into every single like little bit of the album. It's just it's it's too much work for me. I know it would be too much work for Kelly, uh, but, you know, bless the Swifties. They're having fun with it. They're. You know, this is sort of the lane that they're in. And look, at the end of the day, she's going to sell a million records in the first week because she's got these these fans whipped up into such a frenzy over this album that I mean, she knows what she's doing. She's a smart businesswoman. Uh, Kelly is, too. But she's got her own ways that she does stuff. So, yeah, I think it was a three to one. Kel, no on the the Easter eggs. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'm the the,
0: the odd one out. It's it's all right.
1: Uh, Pam, I can go again if you like. Go for it. All right. I'm tra- I, I I postponed the other two that I have because we sort of were starting to go down those routes early on with our first questions. Um, but I'm going to go with this one here. Kelly, yes or Kel, no. And we're going to start with Pam on this one. Kelly decides to be a 100% full-time TV personality. And the only music we ever get is Kelly Okies. Are you still a fan to the level that you are?
0: Kelly yes. Um Because, like, you know, even though I don't watch the talk show every day, I've gotten a lot better at it, though. Just, Mm -hmm. I, you know, life happens. I don't always get to watch. But I've gotten better. So, I don't know. She's my ride or die. Like, Mm -hmm. even some of the stuff that I don't (laughs) love that she's done, I'm still, like, I love her and I will support her. Um, I'm still going to be a huge fan. And this may may force me to have to watch the talk show more because I always forget. (laughs) and <laughs> i'm at, i'm at work and i don't have tivo or dvr so and i don't have cable so um i went off way topic here um I feel like I'll,
2: I, you, I'll send you a reminder. Thank you. And I also feel like I shouldn't.
0: I shouldn't be admitting, as the person who co-hosts a Kelly Clarkson podcast, that I don't watch the talk show every day.
1: Well, and we've we've talked about that. We I have. mean, it's it's, it's difficult. Hard. We we talked about how we didn't watch The Voice and how we don't catch the the talk show every day, and that's fine. I mean, I don't. I know. I don't think it says anything. To, and I and I want to make a point about this, and then we'll get back to you, Pam. I, I apologize for interrupting. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. But we've seen comments in the past that say that you're not a real fan unless you watch every single little bit of media that comes out. So you have to watch every episode of the talk show. You have to watch every episode of the voice. You have to watch every single interview, every interview, every you have to watch everything to be at the level of fan that you are. Otherwise you like you go down a level or something. I don't think that's true. I, I think it's about the, just the general passion that you have for an artist, regardless of who it is. It doesn't matter if you're not, or are watching every single solitary thing that they do there's there's nothing that makes you any better of a fan because you catch the show yeah. every single day you're it, you're just supporting that artist in any way you can
0: and i i used to be that person that would watch every single thing mm-hmm. and i was so good about it and then life happened yeah. and you're like oh <laughs> like i have stuff going on in my personal life that takes way more importance but um or you can't avoid but anyway Yes. I would still be a huge fan. Um, I mean, listen, we still do get that 90 seconds of singing every day, which is still a win in my book. So we still get the music. You know, if she were to have a talk show without any music, I would still be a huge fan of hers. But I, it would be very hard to be uh, nearly as invested without any music from her. So at mm-hmm, least right. we have something. But yeah. no, she's my ride or die. So I will always be on board for this. So Kelly, yes.
1: Uh, let's go to you Joe
3: okay so just quick question does so, so she does Kalioki whatever um, does the karaoke classic is that still a thing on the show yeah
1: yeah we can okay. say that, yeah the classics are still a thing all right
3: just wanted to, just wanted to check because of the her catalog uh, but yeah I'm, I'm gonna say Kelly. yes either way I feel like um, it's just for us fans like obviously, it's her moment it's the it would be the one time where we would get to like enjoy her something i mean listen i again life happens and i don't watch the show that much i watch the highlights on youtube and that's it that's it sorry um so so i feel like yeah i would totally still be her friend she's my writer as well so um (laughs) but but also it's the fact that like I i feel like artists also evolve. So, like, even though we're aware that she's always going to be singing, you know, and music is her passion and all that stuff, you know, I do think at some point, if we're going general, there's, like, a new, I guess you could say, like, a, a, a second chance or, like, a renaissance or, like, a mo- that one moment where it's, like, I used to do this as an artist and now I'm doing this and it's, it's a whole other thing. So, I feel like that... That could even work with Kelly. we know how awesome she is, you know with you know with the show, and it's been very successful so yeah i i I don't see that happening with like in real life obviously, but um because music is her passion, but I would still be a fan one hundred percent
1: Liz, how about you?
2: Well, obviously, Kelly, yes, I'd always be a fan um and I am that fan right now watching every single thing because I wasn't like a fanatic for number of years for a while you're making up for
0: you're making up for lost time i am
2: but it's amazing because i'm like every day getting content right um i love it uh but yeah i think obviously we want new music and new album but for me like just to see her happy and enjoy what she does is important because we just love her so much Mm -hmm. and it's i don't know i feel like it's different than other artists that i've liked before where yes i care about them but like I don't know, just to see, like, her spark. Whenever she's, like, glowing in that spark, it's really special. So whatever she's doing, she's going to be happy doing. I support her. Yeah.
0: And I, f- I feel like even going back to our last question a bit about the whole Easter egg thing, like, obviously Taylor Swift fans know, like, a lot about her, obviously. But I feel like there are a few people out there who are as unfiltered as Kelly. So we probably know way more than we should. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I think that also helps in terms uh so that's why they're probably guessing everything and we're just like, we already know what this is about. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like we, we already kind of figured it out. But in terms – Liz, kind of what you were saying, like it's also just like the personality. So like even if like the music isn't going to be at the forefront, a lot of us are not fans just for the music. We're fans right. for multiple reasons and I think her, we still want to see her, her personality I mean, we still want to – we love her as a person. Mm-hmm.
2: So. Yeah.
0: And a lot of artists – Or a lot of celebrities, if you know that we all love, we may like them. We really like them a lot, but maybe we're not nearly as invested because she feels like we have that connection with her. She feels like one of us. Yeah.
1: Well, I I think I think that's one of the reasons why people have the connection to Kelly that they do. Because again, this goes back to the Idol days, and everybody got to see her personality as well as her talent and everyone saw her as a person and and Liz can probably you know really speak to this you know you saw her as the girl next door and somebody who you could easily be friends with you know you see her and you're like oh my gosh she reminds me so much of my friends or you know the people that I hang out with and you you can't kid yourself yes american idol was a talent competition but also you got to know those contestants pretty well so if one of them came off as a jerk you weren't going to vote for them. You know, you wanted somebody who was genuinely talented and would seem like a nice person. And, you know, you had the two most, you know, nicest people who could have, you know, been the the top two of that show. And I think that a lot of people really fell in love with her bubbly personality. They fell in love with her, you know, Southern charms, and they also loved her for her singing ability. And so, I completely get it. You know, you're, you're a fan of multifacets of her as a person, not mm-hmm. just as an entertainer.
0: Yeah. So Jeremy, what, what is your answer?
1: Um, <laughs> mine is a, mine is a Kel yes with an asterisk. Um, okay. because here's my thing. I, yes, I, it would be fine with it because I do enjoy watching the the talk show. I enjoy the Kelly I enjoy all the, the facets of it. And I think also that she's over the last four years or four seasons, she has become a increasingly better and better interviewer, uh, which ultimately is is really important in what she's doing. But at the same time, as a fan, I find that like my fan battery gets recharged by new albums and by touring. It's mm-hmm. it's what sort of you know reminds me. I mean, there's there is nothing like that adrenaline high that you get when you first listen to a new album for the very first time. And there's an adrenaline rush that you have when you're walking out of a concert that you just, you know, just melted your face off. Um, you know, you, you've had like such a great time and you know, you, that's why you get into the car after a concert and you put her music on again and you crank it up with your friends and you know, you, you continue that feeling because it really recharged you as a fan. And, I think that I would really miss that if there were no new albums and if there were no more tours. And, you know, I don't think that I could get my battery recharged by flying out to LA and being a part of the talk show audience. You know, I just, I don't, I don't see myself doing that. So, yes, I would still be a fan, but I could see the ability for it to generally, or or gradually rather, uh, like, trail off. Because... mm -hmm. Because I'm not, I'm not getting Damn. that reach. I know, I know, I know. But you're, oh, God, but you're hurts. like a dagger in her heart. Okay, I, I Guys, know. Guys,
0: I'm looking for a new co-host. Am <laughs> <I'm totally> kidding? <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: Believe me, believe me. It it pains me to say that, but at yeah. the same time, like that's that's how my fandom works. You know, I yeah. I am a big fan of a lot of different bands, but if if they are out of sight and out of mind for a long, long time, I don't. I don't, I mean, to quote Kelly, I don't think about you. You know, I don't, I don't think about your music. I don't, every once in a while, I just have to look at my, you know, my CDs and be like, oh yeah, that's right. I have a bunch of Lenny Kravitz albums or I have a bunch of Oasis albums and I really like that band and I forgot that. And it's fun to go back and re-listen to those albums and, you know, get a refresher. And next thing I know, I want to listen to the entire catalog because my battery is getting some charge to it. And I need that in my life as a as a fan of an artist because i i need that new material to yeah. keep me excited and i'm not saying that the you know it's going to trail off you know over the course of a year it would take a while but when you have other artists who i like who are putting out new albums and they're going out and touring they're getting more of my attention because they are recharging my fandom for them every time and meanwhile kelly wouldn't be because she's not putting out anything new so Again, I think yes, Kelly, yes, I would stay a fan, but it's going to trail off over time and that's that's who I am as a person and as a fan of of entertainers.
0: Now, luckily, this will not be happening.
1: Again, it's a hypothetical <laughs> scenario. We don't see it happening. Right.
2: Can I add to that actually sure. because I do understand what you're saying because there was a time where I wasn't really like a huge listening to her all the time because it came to a point where she's putting out um, you know, after the Stronger album, and then went to the um, Piece by Piece, and it was like I was not a rock fan. I've I've usually been like a an R and B soul fan, so I was still waiting for Kelly to put out that R and B soulful album. And after a while, I got tired, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, I'm waiting and waiting, and I guess she's not gonna do it. And then took a break, and then I went through a divorce, and then I had to get some healing from it. And I found the Meaning of Life album, and I was like, Oh my God! Mm -hmm. This is exactly what I've been wanting. So I understand like, yeah, taking a break or getting off of it a little bit. And if I could take
1: just another like 60 seconds to go back into my like radio mode, here's the, here's the, the kind of thing that I worry about because, okay, it's been five years since meaning of life. And what I'm about to say is going to be a controversial statement. It's, it's not going to be a feel good statement, but it's, it's the truth. When it comes to contemporary radio, Kelly Clarkson is irrelevant.
0: You've said this before. No, this is I mean, news. I, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it is. I see yeah. It. yeah, she's it's
1: she is not top of mind because she's not releasing new material anytime. I mean, And quite honestly, the talk show is what is keeping Kelly Clarkson relevant in the eyes of the American public or in the world. I, but in terms s- of specifically the, America, in, the
0: mu- music. music fans. No, I music think fans. she's bigger in households now, yes, but not for, but not for what m- for we music want fans. her yeah. to be yeah. bigger
1: but, for her. but right now she's, she's Kelly Clarkson, the TV host. And, you know, you can, you can put out your, you know, the, the occasional single here and there. And, you know, when Christmas comes around and Kelly Oki were loved by fans, but the, the average, and I always go back to this, like the average soccer mom who just lists, just gets her music from the radio. And she's not an ultra fan of any one particular artist. She's not thinking about Kelly Clarkson right now, unless she's thinking about her as a talk show host. No, I mean, most people probably couldn't tell you outside of the fandom. Most people couldn't tell you the last time she released an album. They might think, you know, Oh, she had that song about what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. You know, I remember that or, or I remember she, she sang that, that song about divorce on American Idol. I mean, (laughs) Americans have such a short attention span I mean, one of the people who did it best back in like the early to mid 2000s was Rihanna cuz that girl was putting out an album like every 8 months. Yeah. And she was top of mind all like for like 7 straight years. Everyone knew who Rihanna was and everyone was like all about Rihanna because she kept putting out new product. And and I'm not saying that, that Kelly needs to be relevant or she needs anything. Um she's just this is the way she's doing her career now and I mean, a lot of artists anymore, they don't care about album sales, especially an established, you know, two decade career artist like Kelly. She doesn't care about album sales. The fans are going to debate about album sales and be like, oh, it didn't sell enough. It didn't go platinum. It didn't sell, you know, a million. No
0: one's selling albums anymore. No one's selling albums
1: anymore. I mean, they're all making their money on touring and with merch and stuff. So she doesn't care. Like, we're going to be the ones who sit here and grouse about how many album sales there are and how well it does on the charts. She doesn't care. Um, But at the end of the day, like, Relevancy is is a real thing, and Kelly isn't relevant right now when it comes at least to music and that's just it is what it is, but she's helping herself with the Kelly Oakes and those coming yeah. out on you know basically once a week or once every two weeks one of them goes viral and and that's great for her,
0: yeah, absolutely right. um do either of the two of you have any questions uh that you came prepared with? It's okay if you don't.
1: Before we get to our last I have one. a list. Oh, yes, Liz coming with a list.
2: <laughs> if they made, hear me out, if they made a From Justin to Kelly 2, but it, already. it was a parody comedy <laughs> and she was making fun of herself in it and those type of movies, but it was still a musical and it was good music. Kelly, yes or no?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I, think if, I, I think if it's I think if it's a parody, oh. I mean, Kelly, yes, uh, if she's doing it to laugh at herself and and laugh at the genre. Absolutely, I mean, I'm there.
3: Joe, what about you? I feel, I <laughs> I would love to see it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kelly yes. I feel if we were in the same like um, mindset of say like Spice World, if you're a Spice Girls fan, like that movie, and they were making fun of themselves and like the the whole. Mm-hmm the whole like spice mania that was going around in the 90s uh i think it would be (laughs) just yeah and when and kelly is hilarious like she she would make fun of herself in the in the best way yeah in her own way so i would love to see it i'm gonna say kelly yes on that
0: i'm gonna say kelly yes but at the same time because like i would love to see that who wouldn't however I don't know if I'd want this to be, like, a big release. Like, I would be cool if this was just, like, under the radar Netflix thing. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want this – even though, like, she would clearly state this is a joke, you know you're going to get a lot of people who are not doing their research and just think they're making a sequel. And I would not want this to, like, ruin, like, her career and taint it. Because, like, Jeremy said it a few weeks ago when we were talking – a lot of people, the general public, a lot of people forgot about the movie. Like it's not one that people are like saying is like the worst movie of all time. There are plenty mm-hmm. of others that have taken that category, but the minute you put it back in someone's head, <laughs> it's gonna <dinner, laughs> come back. And I don't necessarily want that for right, her. I want right. that for us, like us little fans who love it and hate it. Um so I would love to see it, but like you gotta be careful about how that goes out.
1: I think the best example of what maybe Liz is scenario is like if you want to see an example of what it could be go watch Kelly's appearance on the crazy ones because yes because that character granted it was her playing herself but it was a completely like changed over version like oh I want to be sexy now I mean it was a complete parody of herself you know it, it was not who she really is it was her like if she decided to take a complete left turn and go a different route in her career She was playing a, you know, she was playing into the joke. So that's a good example in my mind of what this scenario might be like. Cause I mean, we watched that and we're just like, oh my God, could you imagine
0: or if you want to take it super like budget, <laughs> you would compare it to um like super low budget rather. Um when she was on watch what happens live with Andy Cohen and they like re, yes. re- enacted one of those scenes and she and like one of them wore yeah, the like, wig. a crazy Justin Wig.
3: Yes.
0: I think that would be incredible. Like almost like a funnier die like that like that like series like the Yeah. YouTube series. Yeah. I think that would be fun. Um
1: yeah.
0: Liz, what do you think?
2: I'll say Kelly yes because I think it would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. The music would be amazing, I'm sure, because um, she would make it amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm thinking like a Will Ferrell style kind of comedy. Like I don't know, like um, yeah, I just think it would be funny. And then have Justin back there. I don't know. He should she make like makes.
0: a like a cameo. Be, uh, I mean, yeah. like it could be from Justin to Kelly, but like they're barely in it. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe from it, Justin to Kelly. Maybe at the very least. This is a sketch when she eventually hosts Saturday Night Live.
0: Oh my God. Oh yes. I mean oh my God, that would be amazing. Like she
1: like the whole sketch is centered around the fact that she gets either she gets talked into making from Justin to Kelly too, or <laughs> they go back deep into the contract and they find out that the studio reserves the right to make a sequel and all you know stars wow. must reappear.
0: Oh my God <laughs> that's it.
1: Crap yeah. on that. Yeah.
0: I love this so much
1: See now we want again another thing We want to manifest into the world that actually Happens we want to see your host Saturday Night Live and they have to do a Sequel from from Justin Kelly it just It has to happen
2: totally I love that with a song with a song oh, Of yes. course of yes.
1: course timeless you know
2: yeah. How they do those like um, Broadway skits in like In the SNL mm-hmm. yeah they, They've done, like, when they make up a weird Broadway show. Yeah. That's what maybe. Yes, that'd be <laughs> it.
0: Perfect. Oh, my God. I love this. I don't, Joe, I, I don't oh, understand
1: how they haven't had her on SNL yet because, I mean, this entire show writes itself.
0: I feel yeah. like they probably have approached her and she might be the one yeah. who's like, I don't act <laughs> yeah. for an hour and a half. You know, if it was like an, an hour and a half live.
1: Uh she can do it she can do she it she could do yeah, it yeah, but she, totally
0: she yeah. you know how long it took for her to read off a teleprompter it took her <laughs>
2: decades
0: and now she and has look to go back She to, is now
1: and now she has to go back to cue cards
2: <laughs> yeah right i just feel like that piece of when she did that harry potter skit for the voice that was just some cinematic genius <laughs> right. like, right. like it's so funny
1: I forgot about that yeah that was I good. forgot
0: about that oh yeah um, Joe, do you have any questions prepared? It's okay if you don't. Liz has I have
3: one. I, I do. I do okay. have one, and actually, <laughs> right, it's it. connected to Broadway. So, so let's go with that. Um,
0: cool.
3: Hopefully, this hasn't been asked before. <laughs> okay, it's all good. So, so say they create a Broadway show, a new Broadway show with Kelly's catalog. Love it, fantastic. Okay. Yes. But the story, the plot, has absolutely nothing to do with Kelly. At all, meaning it's a completely new story with new characters, and they base the story with her songs. Kel, yes or Kel no?
2: Is that can I go? Yeah, let's go ahead. I Kelly yes because didn't Alanis Morissette do something like this? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be it would be so awesome. Yeah, Kelly yes.
0: I'm Fun. gonna go with Kel no. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like I might be the odd one out here. I was going to ask, wasn't that also kind of how I saw this and I can't remember, but American Indian by Green Day, I, that may have been also yeah. similarly mm-hmm. what happened there. Um, I'm going to say Kel knows specifically, or solely based on the fact that I hate when people cover her songs, and I just don't want to hear it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to sound like karaoke to me, even if they're fantastic singers. I just get really defensive whenever anyone covers her.
2: I think it's a fan. Oh, I'm thinking she's going to be in it. Oh, wait, is like she in she's it? This, she's just, for me, in my head, she's a star. So Let's know.
3: add that. Why not?
2: Oh, that's open-ended.
3: Okay, <laughs> that's
0: open-ended. So, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm just going to go with no. It's a good idea, and the reason why I'm saying no is just a personal weird thing of mine. Right. But I like the idea, because it, clearly, it, it does work. I mean, Alanis and Green Day are proof that it works and they can be successful. I did see American idiot. I did not see Alanis a show, but, um, American idiot was also like a decade ago, but I probably would not see it now. So I'm going to say Kel. No, I'm
1: going to say Kelly. Yes. Just because it's, it's Kelly and Broadway. Um, you know, you don't, you could tell me that she has a two line cameo in the show named for her. And (laughs) I would still buy a front row seat. Uh, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I mean, and I w- I would love to have a, a longer explanation as to why I'm into it. But now all I can think about is okay, which which album do they do like the Kelly Clarkson version of the American Idiot show? It's like okay, do you have a whole Broadway Ooh. show called Breakaway? I feel and you, like, like
0: Breakaway or My December.
1: That was my other one. Was My December?
0: Because those are the two quote unquote darkest. I guess in terms of like storytelling and like, I don't know.
1: I mean, American idiot worked because it, the album in and of itself was one long story that chronologically followed the album. Yeah. Um, Jagged little pill. They sort of, they built a story around the songs and it's not even all jagged little pill songs. I mean, there's, there's songs from other uh, albums in there, but I don't know. Yeah. I think if I had to do that, I would do a breakaway.
0: I think for marketing terms, you'd have to do breakaway because people are like, "What is my December?" Yeah, I think my December would work better. Just given the content, but they would have to do breakaway because it's her best known album.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
2: my December would be such a cool storyline.
0: Yes. So, Joe, what about you?
1: (laughs) That's how she finally gets vindication for the album—is they make a Broadway show out of it. Yeah. All right.
3: Yeah. I. I mean.
2: And she gives her Tony.
3: Uh, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I I mean, yeah, I would say Kelly is yes. anything Kelly and Broadway connection there that we can make, it just would be fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, it would, obviously, we could go like a million different routes like, oh, it's her entire catalog or just one album, or is she starting in it, or whatever. Um, but just that connection of Kelly and Broadway because I feel like fans have been waiting for that like, when is she going to do Broadway? We know she loves show tunes. So when is it happening? I want to see her on Waitress, but that's my, like, in my fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I, it would have to be Kelly S for me. And also, like, to see, like, how she's involved in the making of that show. You know, is she, like, oh, here's my catalog piece out? Or is she going to be, like, involved in the creation of the story as well? Is she going to act in it? Like, I don't know. I feel like that would be such an amazing just – um I don't know, like an adventure. It would be fun. Mm-hmm.
0: That would like definitely it. be like a new kind of, yeah. That It would be cool to see, yeah, if she has any say in like how the story runs. Or, she, yeah, or exactly what you said, if she just gives them the rights. Like, okay, here are the rights to my to my my music. Go make something. I have no idea. But that's, it's a very interesting concept. Um, we have time for one more. And Liz, we're going to have you choose our last question. So everyone you'd like.
2: Okay. Kill yes or kill no? A net, so the Kelly Clarkson show changes and goes to Netflix, where it's unedited or no bleeps, <laughs> race your topics, um, but same the same kind of format. Um, would you Kelly? Yes or kill no?
0: Kelly, yes. I would probably watch it way more because <laughs> I'd actually have, and I'm assuming it would stay up for longer than a week because if I ever try to catch up on like the NBC app or Peacock. The episodes are up for a week if you're lucky, and then they all go away, and that's why I miss so many of them. So I feel like – I think it actually could do really well in terms of more viewership because a lot of people nowadays, especially the younger people, we don't have cable. A lot of us can't afford it. So I think way more people have access to Netflix and also people all over the world have access to Netflix, and I think it would just – Honestly, be way way bigger of an of an opportunity for. Her. Not that I'm knocking cable and not knocking the networks, but I think it's kind of a smart move. I know Chelsea Handler had a talk show on Netflix for a couple of years, and it did really well. She got really big names, and she only ended it, I think, because she didn't want to do it anymore. So I fully, fully support this. I the only thing I'm a little nervous about is if Netflix doesn't give her the same love and promotions that NBC does, because NBC loves kelly nothing but clarkson mm-hmm. so that's my only little concern but overall i'm gonna say kelly yes great question
1: i'm gonna do oh I, don't, I thought i had my answer and now i don't know if i do um i'm gonna say kel no to this one because i don't know if it could be a daily show on netflix you would almost have to be like what um I think it was David Letterman. He has a Netflix show. There's somebody there's some other talk show hosts that have like Netflix shows, but they're they're weekly. And yeah, I'm all for, you know, maybe longer form. You know, they don't have to they can be any length that they want to be. Um, you know, the the Kelly Oakey doesn't have to be 90 seconds, it can be the full song. Um But I don't know if she could stay as top of mind with the way that people watch TV if she were on Netflix, because a lot of times people will just have the TV on and they're on the same network that they watch. And so they watch Kelly's show when it comes on. Like you, if you're watching something on Netflix, you have to make it a point to go to Netflix and watch the show. You have to pick it out specifically. Netflix watching is more active watching than regular television watching, which can be a lot more passive. Where people just turn on the TV and then they can walk away, Um, but I like the idea of more of a sort of unchained Kelly on the on the show where she can say and do whatever she wants and and but at the same time I don't I don't know how like risque or racy she would get with her show other than just being able to say the f bomb whenever she wanted.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of flexibility, Joe. What do you think?
3: Uh, It's interesting. I mean. I feel like I think it could I think it could work. It would be fun and interesting. Um, We know that Kelly, you know, throws out some fabulous curse words once in a while uh, when she messes up. So that that aspect to like see it unedited and like live would be really, really cool. Um, I don't think the format of the show right now as it is could work on Netflix, like all the like the shopping segments and like stuff like that. I don't see that working really, or like I don't know. I don't see it fitting in on like a streaming server like Netflix because with cable, like it's like sponsorship and all that, like, all that stuff, right? Um, I mean, that's my reasoning. I don't know if it's actually right, yeah. but um, yeah, yeah. but I think the I think it could work. I'm gonna go Kelly. Yes, I think it could work, but I feel like the format would need to change. Um, like Kelly okay, yes for sure. Maybe like the full song. Um, maybe have like one or two guests and have it be like the entire episode with them like a more like in-depth personal um kind of like what David Letterman does like is um it was I don't remember what episode it was but they were like in two couches it was a live theater and they were just talking the entire hour about I mean promoting something whatever but they were also talking about life and Et cetera. so it was a more like in like personal up close and personal mm. conversation i feel like that would be the format they would have to go for if <laughs> that uh, switch happened and yes i mean netflix is widely popular and a lot of people watch it so i think it could work but yeah the format would have to like they would have to retweak a few things
0: totally liz what about you
2: i'm gonna say kelly yes because i think it would be super fun to see her unedited in certain ways that she's edited through NBC, but, um, I agree that, yeah, she wouldn't, it would be harder for people maybe to turn on Netflix, have to choose that show, um, the format would be different, but Kelly, yes, because it, it just would be funny and cool, and, um, I'm not like I get tired of people promoting things and I know they have to do it. Yeah. It's gotten <laughs> worse want, like, with
0: this season. Has anyone else noticed like they are really pushing the product place yeah. brand, brand partnerships? And I but, get it. They have yeah. to in order to make it a bigger show and get bigger, yeah. whatever. But like, wow, I noticed yeah. it in season four.
2: Yeah, I just like normal conversation.
1: She's in I mean, she's in demand now. She is the marquee afternoon talk show and they're going to have the sponsors coming at her. Throwing some big dollars around. I mean, I don't know what sharpie or pilot pen is throwing around at her, but <laughs> I mean, there's there's going to be some some businesses. I mean, you look if you ever go back and you watch the Ellen show, I mean, she walked, it. yeah. I mean, Shutterstock, Shutter Shutterfly, Shutterfly, yeah. You know, whatever the everyone was, she was given ten grand to like anybody who came and sat on the couch that wasn't you know a rich person already, you know. And and every one of those things was sponsored because. She was giving away their money. So, I mean, yeah, you're you're going to start seeing that. But, I mean, that's just the world we live in now. You know, we live in a DVR world where everyone watches everything not live. They fast forward through the commercials. So, the businesses have to get their name and product placement in there somehow. So, they put it into the show, and that costs money. And now that Kelly is at the prime slot for afternoon talk shows, you're going to see that more with her show, unfortunately.
2: Any final words, guys? Maybe she could have, do like a special or something.
3: Yeah, that would oh be. Oh, my
2: God. A night, I, night special.
0: I would like the Kelly Clarkson show after
1: dark. After dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would
0: I be, would love this that would be, so Oh, much.
1: my gosh.
3: We're going to manifest that as well. I just want to yes. add something really quick to like the product placement site. Because so I did the vir- – quick story, I promise. So I, I did the, the virtual audience, and it was only six of us in that episode. Like – on the screens mm-hmm. so they did like a product like prom- sponsor whatever and they were showing the products and everything and usually in my mind when they're mentioning it, i'm like are we gonna get these like <laughs> <'Cause you laughs> say, everyone our studio audience and i'm like well there's only yeah. six of us and then well nothing happened but <laughs> but i was just like in my mind i'm like are we getting this now i have a valentine's day present i have a gift for mother's day <laughs> but it didn't no, and it didn't happen but yeah.
0: Oh, Yep. That happened when, when when I was in New York. She did ta- two tapings on Monday and two tapings on Tuesday. Both tapings on Monday got free tickets to see Wicked.
3: Oh my god! I, <laughs>
0: what I got was I was a chip clip that, I had, <laughs> <laughs> which I gave away as a contest here. <laughs> so oh my
1: god, that's funny. I yeah. feel it,
0: Joe. I Joe. I I feel you on yeah. that. I'm very grateful for my chip clip. Don't get me wrong. Kelly Clarkson show team. Thank you for the chip clip. (laughs) I also would have really liked wicked tickets, but
2: I will take what I can get. Happens to me too. I've done the virtual audience like six times have never gotten anything Every time the next show gets something. Always. My, I don't care because I don't need anything. But, it's not why you go, but it's, yeah. it's, no. it's the principle. It's fun. It's the, the principle of the
3: yeah. thing. Yeah.
2: My mom, the next day my mom's like, could you anything this time? Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always joke the one time I ever like got an actual giveaway was when I, I never recommend this to anyone. I saw Kelly on The View. Awful show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bad show. And I got a copy of a, Of River Rose and the Magical Lullaby, which I already had a copy of, but I was also, I'm still childless. I was like 23 (laughs) with no children, no children in my life. I'm like, what do I do with this? So I had an extra copy of the book. So I'm still grateful for it, but it was not, I was not really the demo for that. So. <laughs> anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Liz yes. and Joe, thank you guys so much for joining us for our first official Kelly Yes or Kelno episode. And thank, thank you guys for your questions. Thank you.
3: Yeah, thank, thank you for so much for
2: having us.
1: Well, thank you very much uh, to our guests, Liz and Joe, for being on the show today and for being a part of our very first Kelly yes, Kel No episode. Uh, I have to admit, Pam, I think that this one, this new tryout of an episode went a lot better uh, than our, our sort of courtroom <laughs> episode from last week. Courtroom. It was it was not our greatest episode ever, but it's fine. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Okay. We you try you, things.
0: We can't win them all. I we know. We can't. No, but this week I thought this was a total win, yep. and I really enjoyed it. And guys, let us know your hot takes on these questions. Uh, yes, please. I love that we don't all have the same answers, um, mm-hmm. so I think that makes for a more interesting conversation and we're not all just yes people. that works out. So let us know what you think. as always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Into Podcast. and um I'm very excited. We are doing so well on Spotify. We recently hit a hundred uh ratings, I guess you could say on the yeah. Spotify app and well we're recording this so about a week and a half before this comes out but we're already like well over 100 now. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much for literally taking 5 seconds to go on the Spotify app and leave us a rating there. As well, you can also do that on Apple. We'd really appreciate it on Apple even more because you can also leave a rating if you wish. If you and review. If you don't want to write anything, you can just leave a rating. So thank you guys so much for doing that and um we will be back next week with a brand new episode enjoy your week see you guys you've been listening to miss indie podcast the kelly clarkson fan podcast miss indie podcast was written and produced by jeremy and pam remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted continue the conversation by following the podcast on facebook instagram and twitter at miss indie podcast Send us your questions and comments to missindypodcast at gmail.com.